you're going and I don't think that I need you guys to do anything on your phone. So that's okay. <laughs> amazing, delicious. Hi, we're back. Hello, we're back. Hi. Hello, hello. Um oh, what was I just saying? Oh yeah. So being completely humiliated in a drive-thru. Um this was probably the 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 the, the nadir of my day. Um <laughs> having to go to what I like had to refer to another building as the far away McDonald's as if other people know what I'm referring to. Um, not my favorite situation. <laughs> okay. Hi, we're here when we're joined by two fucking special guests. Woo! Truly special. I just watched their movie four times in a row, one on an elliptical. And <laughs> uh-huh. so uh, we're joined by two really special girls. First of which is, <laughs> Little Miss Betsy Brown, iconic, legendary diva, who I've been following for a real long time, and I'm so pleased that you're here. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Are you lovely? How is that possible? (laughs) When you discovered Betsy, what it was that made you discover her, and what prompted hitting the follow. Right, exactly. So this is the whole thing. (laughs) So... Obviously, I don't know if this usually is betrayed from like speaking to me for four seconds. I am a Dasha Stan faggot who is <laughs> that's basically the ins and outs of it. So I I came across Betsy because of Scary of Sixty First, which I was watching when it was like originally leaked and everything like that, and everyone was like, "Oh, don't watch it; it leaked." And when I did, I was completely gripped stunned and shocked by everything you did and i was blown away so i i think that is where you first crossed my path that's so oh sweet God, that's, that's so, so nice sweet. it's it's Thank true and i feel often that i have to imitate you uh ripping apart photos of prince andrew every time i get a parking ticket this is like <laughs> i feel i it's no one's ever gotten to that part of my heart in the way that you have so brava um uh. <laughs> and by the same token i didn't know that the gorgeous iconic little miss petrovac for, the artist formerly known as peter vac uh <laughs> entered my life even earlier because you voiced over one of the characters from bully which was like my favorite game oh. when i was a kid <laughs> yeah that was like the first game the i had for, like... stand, she migrated to a dasha stand mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> you could be like a little homo who like getting beaten up in that game and now i do it in real life <laughs> that's amazing that you that you were that you played that game that's great yeah this was it was a big formative part of my youth so this is we're bridging gaps here <laughs> <laughs> so listen i'm very pleased that you guys are joining us in the thought topics lounge and it's because of a film that betsy and you have made and it's called actors well, oh we made it yeah we made it together but you had a hand yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely yeah, yeah. did I, it's but you're feeling you want me to get credit or something <laughs> yeah i mean did make it i was just crediting you as writer director of course that's all sure but peter's feeling but that's because you are you're like in the director mode right now so you're like oh maybe yeah, yeah. anyway can but you i think that? i would i would think i would always have said that okay no well yes and and the whole movie is about peter giving me credit i feel like right so that's like, really we're seeing the central dynamic of the movie play out as we speak exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's multi-platform theater people are going to look back on this one day and really see what's going on behind the curtain babe <laughs> platform theater is so right <laughs> um so here's the way that i cross paths about this um i was listening to your interview that you did on vicious circle which i uh had never listened to before. I found it because of you. <laughs> and you were talking to whoever hosts that show um, about this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who I've, I've since stalked later, obviously, but it was not oh my, my original. <laughs> I've been down the rabbit hole, but you know, I'm still pondering the follow. It takes a minute for me. I need to weigh my oh, options. Okay. So, even yeah. <laughs> so, I listened to the whole thing, obviously needed to watch it. So I was like, what's the harm in just DMing you and straight up asking for the movie? So I did. <laughs> and you were more than receptive and I was so excited. And this is, from what I understand, kind of the, the primary way that people have seen this movie at this point is kind of through yeah. like <laughs> giving it to people and being like, what do you think, gal? That's exactly right. Yeah. Like I've like basically my audience, our audience have been like individuals and sort of like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasters. Exactly. And beyond that, I mean like now this week, no, it's going to be the week that like people see it. Yeah. In a group. I'm so nervous. You really shouldn't be nervous. Do I not be nervous. As someone who's enjoyed this movie so many times at this point since you sent it to me, I can't imagine that it's going to be anything other than complete rave reviews, truly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have... Yeah. <laughs> it's just been a very difficult road, very bumpy, so... Of course. I feel like there's always... There or is destined to be some kinks in the ointment, but I am asking for it with that with the movie. So right. it wouldn't be successful without it triggering some or like striking some chords. Right. <laughs> so for people who don't know what we're talking about, which by and large I think is gonna be most people listening to this at this point, um the basic premise of your movie actors is kind of revolves around 
a thing that happens that involves some some trans talk, which I think just when people say the word trans, it like puts people into like panic mode immediately. Like there's a large demo of people that are just instantly like, no, like just don't want to go there. <laughs> don't want to have to like, it's, it's like pointing a gun in people's faces. I think proverbially sometimes where people are just like already nervous to even like have the wrong take or something. Mm-hmm. And okay. in this movie, you two are playing yourselves, fictionalized versions of yourselves in which one of you kind of in order to get the shine back from previous successes kind of pulls a big pulls a big stunt and becomes a glamorous beautiful woman so to speak <laughs> who looks a little bit like Arca and a little bit like Peter Vac so <laughs> <laughs> this is um it kind of plays out over the whole course of this craziness where as uh, Petra, the alter ego of Peter, becomes more and more successful in uh, his slash her endeavors to become like a trans icon overnight in some sense. Um, (laughs) Things sour a little bit as it goes on obviously because everybody but, you know, the adoring populace online who doesn't really know left from right knows that it's completely fake. And meanwhile, you, your character, Betsy, is being basically like an insane mommy blogger who has kind of like subjugated her child's life to being in front of an iPad for however long. And it plays out in an equally kind of evil way. And I adored every second of it. Does this sound like a succinct synopsis? never had that done to me like I've never heard somebody just tell me what the movie is like about in that sense <laughs> I saw the panic like, across your face <laughs> yeah I was like, like is this good or is this and bad what? and okay and then what happened <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more like joy and euphoria uh-huh it was shock yeah it, it's almost like it's almost like when someone tells you probably for the first time like some like your kindergarten teacher of your son or daughter that um, says something like, "Your child is so," and then says this thing, and uh-huh. you're like, "Oh my god!" Right. I feel that way too. Right. Like, you saw my child. <laughs> I am literally shocked. Yeah. Like your yeah, child is your child has weak motor skills. This has been with me my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and well, yeah, exactly. What they're saying is your child sucks ass. <laughs> so. Okay, well, great. I'm glad that that felt succinct and true to you. <laughs> or something. Yeah, Maybe it did. It's like, it's so cool to hear you because it's, you know, it's like so not, it's probably, there's no way I could have said it in the way you said it. Sure. Like it's your interpretation of my thing. And it's so amazing that people are even having their own, like, even though, you, you know, it's just, it was your way of telling the plot, but. And I don't know. I just loved that experience. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it's an excellent piece, an excellent film. There were certain scenes really early on in the film where it's just you two talking, and I was just like sitting there being like, I want to jump into that conversation. Like, I want to pass the joint around, and I want to be in that conversation. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so much fun. And that's just what hooked me into it. And that's why I think it was so excellent because I was so engrossed in both storylines and both of the subplots. And, and it was also completely deranged. Which I was even more right, which is like that satisfied that like yeah, like I loved it. Yeah, I mean, 
it, I mean, I don't even really know how to structure this because I have so many things I want to ask. My brain is all over the place. But <laughs> what this, ultimately, like, the thing that I kept thinking about, I just saw another movie recently called We're All Going to the World's Fair, which is a similar kind of setup of, like, everything that's not caught by a FaceTime camera or caught by the kind of, like, MacBook lens of everything actually feels really wrong and not real. Like, if it's not through the iPhone, it's, like, completely, like, uncanny and freaky. And I think, like, in the scenes in your movie where there were, when you weren't filming yourself and it were it was these kind of, like, weirdly intimate moments, it was, like, funny but also, like, completely horrifying, too, to, like, have the facade <laughs> drop for a second and, like, having to have, like, the captions over, like, you and your boyfriend's baby talk. <laughs> like, yeah. these things, they were just, like, it was too... It was real life, but because it was real, it actually was so much more inaccessible than the shit that plays out for the whole rest of it. And I think that was, like, the whole, like, push and pull of the movie for me is just the way that, like, once the performance drops, it's, like, too uncanny and too hard to look right at. And I thought that that was the reason why everyone should see this movie eventually once you're allowed to see it. Mm -hmm. And, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess... I'm wondering, just to ask a single question, which I have not yet done, <laughs> um, I'm wondering kind of what your sense of, like, the kind of, like, how you wanted to establish, like, reality in this, because there's a lot of, like, stylistic choices in this where things are, like I said, like, randomly getting captioned out of nowhere or, like, kind of, like, switching perspectives of, like, you don't really know who's watching. And, like, I guess I just wanted to know how you were planning on, like, establishing that world a little bit. Um, I, uh, hmm, like, establishing the world in terms of, like, what, okay, like, I'm, I'm, the cast of characters is me, but not me. Right. And, like, that is, like, the different, yeah. Like, not losing track of, like, what's a character, I guess. (laughs) Or, like, how you're gonna, like, because it is you, like, how are you gonna separate that? Yeah, totally. I mean, that was that is sort of like the dangerous line that we are all constantly towing in the movie. And because I because actually we were just talking about this the other day, because often I say like the first act is really like doc style, like recreations of things that really did happen. And then it veers into fiction when Peter comes out as Petra and all of that is like ma- in a made up world. Yeah. But then people recently was like, actually, that's not true. Like it is all <laughs> fiction. Like it's, made up from like, the it's all made up, even though like in the very, in the beginning of the movie, it is more like I really did. I took, there are like word for like, there are some Which scenes parts? that like, I know that we did have that conversation with Leo, my best friend. Right. Um, That's true. About you know we we did have that, and it did, and you did talk about being ha- feeling com- more comfortable sometimes just forgetting you have a penis. Yeah. <laughs> sure, same. God. <laughs> If I had a nickel, but, fuck. Yeah, like, but, yeah, totally. And that's so relatable. And, <laughs> I, and, I do, and I do love having sex where I pretend that the guy is the girl and that I have a dick. Like, that is real. All <laughs> this stuff. And we did, Leo and I did I talk about the mustaches. Like, that, all of this stuff yeah. is. But Peter and I, our relationship was kind of 
because we needed to get to the fictional aspect, like we did take some kind of real big liberties. Like we don't switch shirts like that. Like we don't, <laughs> we're not, you know, Bummer. we don't, yeah what else but you do you were having also you you were Some, in 2017 there is like this true. also this real thing with cis straight white men and specifically like a lot of people were coming up to me and talking about how a lot of people in that demographic were saying, like, I, there's no place for me in, like, entertainment or the arts. Like, I have to have, like, a female front runner or, like, some sort uh-huh. of, like, female person. You specifically did feel also, like, threatened by having more than just the white cis male, like, voice at the table. Because, of course, it's human. I mean, sure. it's like, you know. Of course, that's shameful, but it is also human nature to feel a little threatened sometimes. Right. If someone else's attention, and you're so used to getting all the attention. Right, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, that was, like, yeah. another one of the weird, like, parts of it for me was that it... Okay, so I feel like I'm dancing around exactly, like, the part of this that kind of... <laughs> like, that is going to make people feel cagey about watching the movie in general, which is yeah, for sure. that it kind of toys with not only just like, cause it's not like your character, Peter really transitions. Like there's no like transitioning. It's like you slap on like a dress and like some, you know, some lipstick, whatever. Um, yeah. But beyond it's that. Totally. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go, sorry. Yeah, so like the, I guess, um, the part that kind of changes it a little bit is that like the way that Peter's character refers to his herself, the whole thing is that it's like, well, I'm both and I'm, you know, whatever. And I do think that that kind of like targets a certain like non-binary kind of angle, which is something you guys talk about in the initial conversation that happens a little bit earlier about being like, well, like this person who I once knew as a girl is now like not a girl. And like, what shouldn't I have known better that like this was going on in their brain or whatever. And also just, like, kind of to be followed immediately after to have this conversation about how, like, the ease of having sex by pretending you, like, don't have a dick or something is those conversations happening right in a row is about, to me, kind of read, like, the ease of being able to adopt some sort of, like, genderlessness for a second. And I think that that's why maybe it's easier to take, like, criticize kind of, like, the non-binary angle than it would be if it was just straight up being like, no, I'm being a girl now and I'm lying, but I just am doing it anyway. Like, I think that the angle being not that I'm a girl, but that I'm somewhere in the middle kind of makes it like, in a way, like it kind of read like a criticism of non-binary stuff to me, (laughs) which I don't even know if that was necessarily the intention, but it did maybe come off in a way like, that it was almost very easy to just be like, yeah, well, like, I'm just non-binary because I say I am, in some sense. Right. Yeah, I mean, I sort of read his character as being just opportunistic and very, like, just non-committal and sort of chameleon-esque, and he's just putting on any mask that would fit his circumstances. Yeah. 
And more about I it actually for me so much and it is it's it's dangerous what I'm doing because I am or not dangerous <laughs> but like you know mm-hmm. the language sure. dangerous um, what I'm doing because it's like it is I'm talking about something that doesn't actually and I'm not I don't feel like I'm talking about like the ease of putting on a mask and he decides to because gender is so hot right now it and it is sort of like i think when it's bringing me back to what you're talking about in the very beginning of like when we bring up transness the topic of trans some people do just get so sensitive yeah and i think i wanted to create a character who would choose the hottest one and who would kind of (laughs) not it's like the danger most like horrible one like to to do and so because people i think want so badly and because it's like and like but it's more about putting on a mask and also shedding his being he he the that scene in the beginning is so important where he's like talking about talking to our parents and just kind of being a monster and he's like i just want to be anything but me right now yeah and and that's and i think it's it is and the truth is i think it like there it there is a world and like i do kind of believe that like basically this is something he could do sure he knows he can do it well and he did it really well like yeah he's like like in a way, he's like a gorgeous woman kind of thing. Like yeah. he like got did like a he like does like a like a captivating performance. Right, exactly. Like Buffalo Bill can be hot, you know. It's like there's no guard on that particular <laughs> thing. It's just that was like yeah. kind of the whole read on it for me was that it was very like even from the beginning, like the original, like the reveal of Petra, she's doing like fucking like spinster fingers in the background. Like <laughs> yeah. this like fucking it's villainous from the jump. Like that's kind of why I think in a way the the guard is up on that character in some ways in that you're kind of this like specter just growing more evil <laughs> and like consuming the rest of the plot. Yeah, I think the character does know that he's doing something wrong by taking on the trans identity. He feel but wants that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also has a lot of about his ability as an actor. Right. So of course, in the mind of the character, it's very easy to do this. Yeah. Because he's somebody who sees roles as easy to take on. Yeah. And, yeah. and then there is a moment in the movie where the character decides to make it real by taking estrogen and does, and then stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there is an attempt like to sort of correct the, the like, transgression of stealing the trans valor yeah. by making it but like real. you have to make it and real I movie that doesn't get, doesn't get talked about but it's 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 definitely in there i begin and then there's a scene where i wake up and i do the meditating and the stretching and i go for the estrogen which yes the movie is telling you even though i didn't that it's real yeah. and then i let it go right so i think that's you know, that's as close as that character comes to like a moral, like his own moral reckoning with what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Not that, not that I stop the charade, but like I am. What do you think of this, Bets? Do you I'm think just... it's a moral reckoning? I'm wondering it too. If it's <laughs> it sounds kind of like snazzy. 
I'm just I'm just thinking there's this part of the movie that we've never discussed, and since so few people are discussed it or written about it, that the character does decide to really take estrogen yeah, and then really stops, stops yeah. but yeah, still continues with the yeah, with the sure. charade. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that part is really important to me and does kind of it's like one of your very few moments of being slightly so, like self-critical of, it's of the only your, moment yeah it's, like, it's the only moment yeah it, it is and your the mask is is off slightly but for but you are a very very masked character and like yeah and i'm just i'm still i am still thinking about the like the easy to be non-binary thing and it's like for some for me it's like it it's so i just it just feels i i don't feel that way like, yeah I, I just don't this character as like non-binary i just see him as like him 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 right <laughs> yeah he's just, a guy. he's just a guy with a wig yeah doing like really like going for his art basically right exactly you know? a guy is going for his art an actor, good alt title an actor <laughs> he, he in his wig he's his wig <laughs> yeah playing in his wig yeah playing, playing in the heels <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, this the reason I bring up like the non-binary thing is because I think that this is something that we kind of are have to talk about a lot on this stupid ass show, where <laughs> people are like, it turns into being like, oh, like gay people can't donate blood and like write like pride under their eye and like it's like a million likes, you know, whatever. But like, right. it's this like he they kind of thing about being like, I'm gay but I'm different. You know, like that kind of angle is something that comes up, I think, a lot more for us. But yes, because of the fact that like Petra is not gay, like <laughs> there's like a lot of it's it's plays out in such a different way because see, you seem so clearly like out of the element. And as a person who has put many straight men in my life in a set of nails, I know how it comes out and it looks that way. You know, where like mm-hmm. it's just it unlocks this part of people, but you can tell when it's so like you've never been to that planet before. <laughs> and I think that that maybe is where like the line is drawn between like what Petra is versus like what's someone who's just like being gay and annoying, and like the line between like what's non binary and what's someone being annoying. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that you have to yeah. co-sign me saying that it's annoying. But <laughs> to, <laughs> um, I do think that Petrovac is better than the Animorphosis. What do you think? <laughs> Animorphosis. I can't. I can't. It's, it's, I, need to, I need to catch up too. I'm it's the bald like, factor. This this season is a flop for me. Really? How? Oh, I've been enjoying this season. I don't know. I'm loving it. I like it too. I feel <sighs> Because listen, I know that it's, I know that it's like they're too young, but I don't know. I maybe I'm just needing it in my life. Sure, right it's getting to the point where it's like, oh my god, there's like a 21 year old queen, like just like me. No, I'm fully 24 right. I'm like, now. That's me. I'm 19. <laughs> like now, the young girls are just too young. <laughs> like I fucking hate that shit. This is why I can't yeah. watch it. Is because when people walk on and they're in like. A, a pleaser pump and then like I have to look at that person <laughs> yeah like, oh that's that could be in an alternate universe that's me yeah like I started doing drag when I was 14 and now I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race at 21 looking like flawless yeah. I get pissed the exa- uh, me too yeah and the fact of the matter is that when Drag Race is on the air my 
my personal torture by my straight female coworkers escalates by about 400%. <laughs> yeah. Of what, oh like, you know what I'm God. saying? Yeah. It's like one button, like one more button down when you first walk in the room and they're like, yes, <laughs> get it, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I am, I am here to be a man and to collect my fucking wages. What's funny, what's funny about, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Maddie Morphosis specifically is so funny to me because I think someone else made a TikTok like no I'm from Maddie's like hometown there are no gay people here like there's really none even the drag queens are like straight I mean I believe her I believe her too they were like do a talent do a talent in drag and she like played the guitar with her mouth Orly. Oh, she played the guitar orally and you couldn't see her mouth. The mouth thing was a flop. It was the biggest flop actually. Absolutely. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. But by the same token, but- Petra would tear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Petra on drag race. You know what I mean? <laughs> First straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's still time for me. This is what I'm saying. Well, this is the other question that I was thinking about having that I had more for Peter about when did this unlock how did you get into this because from the jump the second that we see the first frame of you in this kind of like mesh tunic (laughs) this like gold sort of the very first outfit and i find that like i said in my experience you can let you can let all kinds of boys kind of play around in the makeup and you know throw a wig on and whatever but that's neither here nor there everyone wants to do that when they're drunk there's nothing more fun to be than to be in a wig while drunk yes and that's that's transcends gender but what i will find is that once you put anyone in a nail set like when you get a nail on that's when it really brings out a beast so i'm wondering (laughs) (laughs) what happened for did did you experience some sort of how did you transform into this person and sustain it for a whole movie yeah your inner diva yeah did it bring out the puss (laughs) (laughs) so to speak yeah, I mean, I think I was sort of a monster on set. Horrible, horrible monster. <laughs> yeah, only green M&Ms. Uh-huh. Yeah. You had, a, like, you had a rider. You had a real long list of very yeah. specific snacks. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't say this so bluntly, but I will. That is that, <laughs> you know, I am a professional actor, and I am professional. Period. What? But in every one of us, there's a desire to be an utter monster. Of course. And I knew, I knew in a way that did feel diabolical. And I thought, okay, in character, this is fine. I'm allowed to be diabolical. (laughs) This is my chance to be such a diva. And all these people have to work with me again. Yeah. And doesn't matter how much Betsy hates it. She'll love it for the movie. And so I am... (laughs) I'm I'm going to that all and giving myself full permission to be the biggest C slur, B slur you could possibly imagine. Are you saying cunt and bitch? What are they yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are those? I don't know those. Yeah, I was like, I, was I like, just gotta no, add some new ones to my roster, girl. I know, yeah. I was like, beaner. <laughs> they were like, what is, huh? is that English? Yeah, um, is that English? <laughs> okay, continue, yeah. dialects they have, I can't understand. Um, but and I and I Betsy did the idea the nails were my idea okay um and I demanded a wig mm-hmm. <laughs> demanded just FYI and I went <laughs> and those did feel great 
to wear, and I couldn't. It wouldn't have been the same without them. I wrote in boobs, but those didn't because that's my thing. The boobs, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my thing. You're like you can you because can be on estrogen. Got, you can wear a nail, but the boobs are mine. Yeah, they're coming with me. Yeah, I thought if if Peter had boobs, like that would make me feel really really upset and jealous. Uh huh. Um, and then, and then the, the hair, I, you said you want a wig and then I was like, oh, you'll have my exact asshole's mm. hair. So, mm. and then, yeah, which really tight, which was why it was just because my hair was like stupid Bob at that point, brown brunette loser vibes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I recently saw a pair of breasts on your Instagram story recently. What's the story? Yes. I'm so sorry. Peter's mad at me, but because it, of the boob. It, it's for Peter's movie, which I will be playing Rachel, which makes, because he he's actually, this is the movie that he is working on to, like, cast himself in the in my movie. Oh, my movie. God. We're the thread. Making yeah, oh my so God. we're actually making that movie. I will be playing it. And there <laughs> will be breasts in some, in some capacity, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's fine. It's, fine. it's okay. It Listen, I, I, I didn't know I was going in sensitive territory. I just wanted to know about the tits, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sue me. I wanted to know about the breastplate. <laughs> it's all about the, the process. Yes, of course. It's fun. No, I'm happy you guys know and you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, everybody? There will be boobs in the next Peter Back film. <laughs> <laughs> so run worldwide exclusive run to theaters um, no, it's, just, it's leaking it you yeah, just exactly. you, it's gonna leak, <laughs> it's gonna leak. <laughs> but um yeah i it's 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 funny in a way my first reaction to you being like oh really i wasn't like a total natural with the nails <laughs> uh, that was my actual first thought when you're saying i was like oh oh really oh i, I didn't care yeah <laughs> oh my god but 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 <laughs> We did. Betsy and I had some discussions beforehand about like how much practice should I do, and we all we really agreed on none. Yeah. Because, and I'm so glad we did because I think you know a, a more fearful director would really want to do a lot of like uh, talking with me and intellectualizing and rehearsing with me, but I think in not doing that, we were able to actually capture which you saw my like you know, euphoric and very like newbie style coming yeah. into that identity. Yes. And I, and we wouldn't have got that on camera. And I think so many filmmakers bone themselves in a similar way by like not allowing things to be found in front of the camera or rough in front of the camera, because in life we are finding roughly things in all the time. Right. You know, it's not like, a, you know, and since this movie is about identity and taking on an identity and that isn't yours that isn't mine it would have been really stupid to have like we're seeing him rehearse and we're seeing him like get it wrong and because he doesn't because <laughs> he is so not a girl or a woman like peter is so actually like a very like alpha male guy <laughs> is that true like this. can you vouch right <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. So <laughs> <laughs> My own way. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that the that was that I think really did come across really well because even by the end, like even as it like becomes more and more commitment to the bit, like all of it seems sort of like 
stunted and weird and like just kind of like the and there's listen i'm not trying to, to grill your the, the cunt you were giving if so to speak um but i think but like on on the measure of cunt on the scale of cunt it was like just the right amount of tentativeness i think that yes. like was kind of a tell in the end mm-hmm be like actually not the right vibe like i didn't want him to be good at it right you know he needed to but he needed to also think he was like and he he you, you it's not like you're not good like i don't want you to have your feelings or your performance is incredible it's very true very good yeah like but it's worth it was the I, level i hear what you're saying huh. no if i did this movie like a seasoned drag queen? It would have made no sense. <laughs> it would have made no sense if and you'd, if you'd yeah. cast Maddie Morphous as things would have gone, gone as well. Would have gone, yeah, exactly. There was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there was so much value in it being not one hundred percent perfect. Like, no, I am now like a trans woman. Like that wouldn't have made sense. Right. And there was just so much like you could tell through even again like all the way to the end that there was just something there where it's like no, you can tell that he is still the same person. Yeah. Despite everything that's on, despite like everything that's going on, like you could still tell that that was the same person from the beginning. That like the motivation never changed. Right. Exactly. Because I do think that like in terms of like all the trans girls that I know that are in like my personal life, they're the full passion, like the the primary goal of their life is to like, it's there's no there's no crack in the facade whatsoever. Like the I, like the the desire to kind of like go completely like pers- like given give one's entire life over to the passion of being like there's not a hair out of place mm-hmm. and like the project of just like it like sort of surreal like odd like beauty kind of thing is a really much more committed project i think than what comes across in drag or something like even like good drag sometimes like there's kind of like you know like it's campy sludge that like clearly it's like some gay guys bastardized version of what a girl is yeah, it's a totally different thing. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And this is even, like, a step beyond that, which is that it's just, like, because the motivation is clearly so... And in a way, it is kind of, like, drag queen shit, because they're both in vicious pursuit of attention, those people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know like I mean. RuPaul. And yeah, it's it felt, alter ego. And it yeah. felt more right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Maybe I'm doubling down on something I already said, but I'm hearing everyone and thinking, like, this character I was playing, this version of myself, would not have looked at real trans women. No, of course not. Right. Because mm-hmm. that would have he defeated was, the point. at his own ambition and self yeah. and, like, his fantasy of what that would be. Because it's, that's what the character was seeking. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Right. Seeking himself. He was seeking, seeking, himself. He was seeking to, like, become the best version of, him, like, the of himself in this or like the version of himself that would like yeah i don't know well because it also did come from like a real place of like something going on psychologically of like i lived for x amount of, amount of years as a man and it didn't work and it's not yeah, it crack it's not cutting it for me so now like what's the next thing that can like kick it into high gear yeah and i think that that was like really like ultimately the biggest separation and it comes right at the beginning yeah that's what set the grounds for it like yeah that's what made it make sense until the very end exactly. yeah mm-hmm it's all about the dry, the like being a successful actor, right? Mm-hmm. And exactly, yeah. and I also think it's Which like is- really super about like just being misunderstood in general too, because of what yeah. your character goes through. 
which is, I think, just the while this is its own kind of flailing, like <laughs> Petra's thing is, it's kind of, it looks like things are under control and looks like things are kind of like on the up and up. But I think because your character is feeling like so, oh my God, like what the fuck? I, it's more of an active, I think, freak out. But in a lot of ways, it kind of pans out in a different way for you where I guess, okay, so this is something I was wondering. For you, how were you thinking that like a pregnancy and like a baby was a parallel to what Peter's character is doing? Like, how did that make sense in terms of like, because these are kind of side by side stories that are happening at the same time. Like, how did this seem like it fit into the same kind of like sibling spiral? Well, it was a bunch of things. I we did become obsessed with this this girl, this mother online called Laura Iz. Do you know who she is? I do not. I need to know now though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, she's over. Her time is over because her kids have grown up. But when they were, when her first child was an infant during her nap time, she would um, dress her up in these really like elaborate, beautiful costumes of like, and like, you know, sometimes they were Stranger Things characters or like Disney characters or all this stuff. And it was like so crazy. And she got, so many followers and it was so clear that she, this was her absolute life yeah and so i was really thinking about mother i mean and as like a woman who wants to have who's like really cares about her family obviously and has like grown up in such a unique and incredible familial dynamic i really want I, that's on my mind a lot like motherhood yeah and also wanting the the idea of wanting art and motherhood to potentially mesh and how would that how does that like inflict affect like my child whatever all that stuff was all there and then i did i was reading um the argonauts while i was writing this book and it i love the parallel of harry dodge um and Maggie Nelson, they, Maggie Nelson's pregnant and um, Harry Dodge is going through a transition and that really inspired me. And yeah. I was like, whoa. And then, and then when I took, took it around, I did hear that people were thought that it was like, people were uncomfortable with the parallel because of the biological essentialism. And I was honestly not, didn't think about that at all when I was writing it. I just was like, whoa, like, I love this idea. But then I guess maybe it's too, I still am having a little bit of trouble wrapping, truthfully wrapping my head around that critique of it. Yeah. I guess this is, I'm proving I'm a real woman and you can't do that. And you can't do this because you're like, not a real woman. Right. For me, like, my interpretation of the movie is that everyone's like he's on the same he's on the same he's on the page that he's not a real woman so right. this wouldn't really it's not like you're him. like throwing it in his face like everyone knows yeah, <laughs> this is like not he even says it's a bad idea to like you're he that i'm self-sabotaging right basically you need to work on your career that's your thing right um, maybe and maybe it is like I think maybe I, I'm only just now thinking about this like literally in this one second but like 
there has been times when Peter has been very successful in his life and I have really, really not been. And maybe some self-sabotage really, I have, maybe I have done some self-sabotage. And this is, and like, I think just having a child when you're not prepared is like the worst self-sabotage world especially because I really actually think that the only job I will take more seriously than acting and filmmaking is parenting. Right. And so to play myself as someone who isn't taking that job seriously and is doing it for such selfish reasons is like horrifying. And this was an exercise in like writing my worst nightmare. So that's what, that's what kind of, came to mind yeah well because what's so horrible about the end of that particular arc is that when eventually your boyfriend takes the baby no one seems especially surprised like everyone's just kind of like yeah like that sucks you know but like it's just yeah. kind of <laughs> that was basically it and to me like that was, that was one of the many like kind of like yanking the rug out from you things where i was like okay no one gives a shit because yeah. everyone just thinks it's clearly the right thing <laughs> to do and yeah. yeah and like it's one of those things where the other, obviously, like, for me, the best scene of the whole thing is when you guys are both in the mirror and you guys are, like, have your faces pressed together and you're, like, crying because of how tender and, like, sweet and emotional it is. And then you realize it's not being caught on camera. Mm-hmm. And it totally, like, shatters this whole thing of being, like, whoa, like, this was, like, how am I going to, like, prove that this happened if it's not, like, recorded for posterity? And I think that, like, those two things for me of being, like, something as insanely sacred as being like, yeah, like I'm just going to like take this baby away from its mom, like whatever. And everyone's like, yeah, seems like pretty much the right thing. And then it's like this one moment of intimacy that like is so special for four seconds. And then it's just like gone. Like the, it's just like, Oh, well like actually now it's, it doesn't mean anything because we, I was supposed to get that. <laughs> like I was supposed to have that forever or something. Yeah. And those to me, like that was, I don't know. To me, those are my two favorite, like, kind of cruxes of the whole movie. That was my favorite scene in the entire movie. Because yeah, it really did make crazy. my heart skip because it made you think about so much at once. Oh, yeah. And oh, God, I love that scene. It so completely pulls you out of, like, this tender moment. It completely pulls you out of everything that you thought was, like, raw emotion. I felt, like, sick. Like, yeah. I was yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like, yeah. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. And because, like, I mean, I feel really close to like my siblings. I know that you kind of have a similar thing with them too. Mm-hmm. And to have that kind of like the, because obviously, like, even when you are siblings, there's kind of like a weird, like, disconnect of like you have your own independent lives. And like, especially like, I'm you with your both your siblings, you have like a pretty decent age gap between both. Mm-hmm. My brother's five years younger than me. And you're never quite directly in competition. Like, you're always kind of just, like, not ever really running parallel completely. And I, like, respect my brother or whatever. (laughs) I mean, he's retarded, but I love him. (laughs) And these kind of things that, like, having, like, when weird shit happens that forces you that close together, it's so, like, just odd and weird. And, like, there's so much, like, psychic pressure happening there that... 
it's like too close for comfort almost and mm-hmm. i think that like that comes like it like when it kind of breaks out of you and you kind of see it all over your face about how you're like really not prepared for this like random act of intimacy and how weirdly sickeningly nice it is to like have a sister in a way like in a sick twisted way i i thought that, that was that mm-hmm. this is the part that like if anyone goes to see this movie which they will because you've already sold out however many nights this weekend that I think is going to be the thing that's like really the most thing that sticks with everybody. Cause that, that whole way that that pans out, I thought was perfect. Like I didn't, not a hair out of place. Honestly, mm-hmm. I love that shit. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And anyone who has siblings is going to know what you're talking about. Like what that's getting at. Yes. And that kind of like dynamic and that relationship and like what that setting and what that moment might feel like. Yeah. And, and then like, I like my siblings. Like, if, <laughs> like, if, and like it's not even that you guys don't like each other in it, but like, I think even people who straight up hated their siblings, like, yeah, I know people who just like come back so traumatized and fucked up after like they go to like a funeral and they like have to have like this weird moment of tenderness with their siblings because there's no one else to go to. That is, like, more fucked up than, like, grieving someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I guess, yeah. how did that scene play out for you? Because it kind of seemed like it was, in a way, kind of loose, but also it did seem really, like, kind of tightly put together. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was, we, that scene is very much, like, super inspired by Catherine Brylott's that girl have you guys seen it no but clearly we should we should (laughs) (laughs) it's like what'd you just call me yeah so good and it's it's super duper another it's like one of my favorite sibling movies um but they have a scene that where it's they're looking in the mirror touch close together and they're two sisters Uh close together like touching cheeks and talking about their relationship and when I saw that at first I was like wow what an it's such an and I have I have very weird like things with touching with like like physical touch like I'm not a cuddly person and I'm actually actively trying to be more cuddly now (laughs) my best friend Leo who's in the movie is like always like a super cuddly person and she's always like I'm gonna give you a hug I know you don't like it but blah 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 and I'm like no I need to like start like this so that was very like the touching of the cheeks like that was on a lot of levels too much like too much for me in a way like yeah. it was like whoa like and we never we don't hug we don't do that's like so <laughs> But it felt very sisterly. I was like, yeah. oh, like, I'm not, like, this is, like, isn't what I would really even want to do with Peter at all. It's what I would <laughs> want to do with sister. Yeah. With Papa. And I, like, really, <laughs> I think we were, like, buying into the bit and that allowed us to have an even, like, like a different textured intimacy. Yeah. That was really nice. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about, I, I I think that people would be surprised meeting you to know the truth that you're not a cuddly person <laughs> because you have like a cuddly demeanor, your persona. And I think I have a very uncuddly demeanor in my persona, but I am a very affectionate, cuddly person. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy and I never hug. I would never. I know well. I know. But I actually like <laughs> yeah. my friends, 
being very cuddly and I and I cut her, cut, hug our mom so much and she likes it. Yeah. But don't you think that people think would have that reversed? Definitely. Yeah. Or I don't know. I, I, that would be my guess. Yeah, what, what are you... I mean, but, I mean they just met us. Yeah, you guys just met us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys oh, both seem plenty cuddly yeah. to me. <laughs> I have a, yeah, I think I have a similar relationship with, like, my younger sister. I think as time passes, like, I started to become more, like, huggy with, like, my parents. And even my older sister, like, yeah. we hug. I saw my sister, my little sister, the other day. And I said, hi. She goes, hi. Yeah. No touching well, or anything. That bitch likes Olivia Rodrigo. We have nothing in common. There's <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. But I think as time goes on, you just generally open yourself up a little bit. I think you just have yeah. to, like, unpack the childhood trauma a little bit and, sure. like, move out. Well, like, once my parents, like, when my parents got divorced, like, it was fucking waterworks with my dad. Like, before it was, like, never, like, just no (laughs) nothing. And then suddenly it turned into just, like, every four seconds just weeping about his, you know, just, oh, God, my, I'm so emotional about everything. And just that kind of thing is just, comes out of nowhere. There we go. Um, Yeah, but I don't know. It's very... uh, I hate when divorce does that to parents. Ugh, I know. Yeah, I hate having to like watch my parents go through shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, just leave me out of it. I'm happy for you both. Just don't call me. Yeah, like, for real. Figure out your own shit. Oh shit. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> very <laughs> powerful scene. Clearly for me. Um, and then the other thing too, the other one that I adored was when Peter, your character, is sort of seated in front of the mirror and monologuing. Yes. It's crazy long like I that was I uh, I feel very transfixed by that yeah <laughs> and was that kind of just like was were these moments scripted or was this just kind of like you sat down in front of a mirror and kind of went nuts so I yeah so basically I think that both the scenes were structured in the same same way it's like we had we knew what we needed to get across but they that but we threw away the script because we, we knew that what we would come up with in the moment would be much better than uh yeah so, and peter really brought in so many amazing things and was his writing skills really really helped the, the film um because he added in all of these, he added, like, it was so cool. Like, there are even so many things that got cut that, like, didn't find a place in that are just so interesting that he, that he like brought what? in, like, um, breaking in all of this, the name dropping, like, oh, yeah. constantly. Like, he was name dropping so many people, uh, <laughs> but he only got Anna. Yeah, the Anna follow. You got to keep that one. Which definitely feels like, you know, right. Like we, we, we distilled right. it down, but he really did. You just brought in so It was much. deliberate. I, before the shoot, I said, you know what? I want this, this character to be like obsessed with micro celebs and name dropping them constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really did come like... I could have seen an alternate reality where if you followed down the Red Scare pipeline far enough, you would have gotten to Petrovac's podcast, which would have been absolute misery. Yeah. (laughs) Total nightmare. That's where he would have uploaded the... The, uh, the scene that we're talking about. And also all of the high mom, I'm high mom stuff was... Yeah, really. He he did that a lot throughout the set, the scene, the shoot, and that was incredible. 
Yeah. It felt like I was also con- borderline concerned about how down your family seemed <laughs> in like so many of the scenes. And also like this is your like your actual real life boyfriend is who plays your boyfriend in this movie yeah, as well. Yeah, we broke up recently. Oh. While parenting a dog. So, oh god. That part is so crazy because it was totally fictional when um we shot it. We shot it in 2018. And yeah. We just broke up. And now we have this dog that we're switching back and forth. And it's, yeah. So that's fascinating. Huh. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so insane about like just the stakes of the movie in general is like getting way too close to your real life. I mean, that's what makes it so special and weird and like just not like anything I've seen. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like I know like the degree to which your parents are down because of assholes obviously i've seen the extent but was this like a situation where i mean i i guess i don't know i i guess i don't really even know what i'm asking other than were they there for the whole process were they disturbed by the whole thing i just i don't know disturbed by it honestly they my our mother did not have a good time shooting the movie and she generally she actually is I think I don't even get her right in the movie either uh, because mm. she isn't like, she is a, a much louder voice in the, in our own lives. And she's like a really uh-huh. like, she is a totally like, she's very like we, people just kind of stomp all over her in the film. Like she doesn't really have much, and I think that's just not right. And she just hate, but I feel like what it, what is right maybe is that in order to make the art, we do somewhat stomp all over her desires for us not to do this stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she keeps like a pretty straight face for like the scenes that she's in. She doesn't seem truly mortified in the moment. Maybe what? like, I mean, it's clearly like, uh, like the oddness of making eye contact with Petra. Uh, <laughs> Beyond that, it's more like about the off-camera stuff that I think was really petri- like petrifying to her because she has the, she has Peter <laughs> really going through. Like we taught, we touched on how he was a like total nightmare but it was really hard for our mother to see him being a total nightmare and like peter really didn't want them around either and And i didn't i didn't nod to them ever that it was a bit like i i I, I, anyone anyone it didn't nod to anyone oh right not you either when we cut (laughs) we literally wrapped i and i like basically like didn't want to but I of course invited you to like dinner after with the producers and you were totally normal and I was confused because I was like (laughs) Peter is like going through a manic episode while shooting this movie and then you were totally normal you did just put on a mask (laughs) you were I remember, yeah. remember, I was like, well, that was crazy or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was like, I'm traumatized <laughs> by you. You're like, it's going to take a very long time to get over. I remember you saying, yeah, it's like, I, I understand that you're normal. I see that it's different now, but it's going to take a lot, a much more time. Like, I'm not mad, but also you have to know. I am mad. I am mad. <laughs> Maybe you didn't even. Think about that, but, yeah. Um, so, and well, so also, I, all, I, the yeah. parents thing is like, the, our mother does see that and not like it because she wants more. 
she she would she's wanted to be a she's a psychoanalyst and she's wanted wanted to be that since she was in second grade and she likes she wants to like have us be settled and not have like the life of like the highs and lows of artists because she cares about us yeah. and loves us and like wants us not to be like flipping out all the time about right <laughs> constantly psychologically taxed oh. <laughs> yeah yeah but our father is extremely supportive and like real and she's obviously very supportive but it it, it takes a more <laughs> emotional toll on her our father's in heaven doing it our father yeah. in the day in the cat some car i was taking that i think if we our mother would be not would maybe even be happy if we said we're done with this definitely whereas our our father wouldn't be and I think our mother wants us, in theory, very genuinely to follow our bliss, as it were. But I do think if we uh -huh. said, we're, this is over, no more movies, she would probably go, well, I'm, quite frankly, I'm happy. If that was really, if we were really owning that decision, she'd probably be relieved. Yeah, but not, yeah. But not if we weren't. Is that true, it. though? Yes, yeah, I yeah, I mean, no. If we were, like, doing it out of some sort feeling of defeated. De feeling defeated she wouldn't like it but if it was like a genuinely arrived at life decision that that we were happy with she would probably be happier right right i, I guess i i think i stand by that yeah I yeah. yeah at least right now but... <laughs> yeah i mean i don't even know where to leave that <laughs> i i Truly, I appreciate you letting us see this so much. And yes, thank you so much. I adored every second of it. I can't wait for more people to see this. And the hard work comes through so strong. And every second of it, I just, I, it just feels so perfectly timed and like walks this kind of tightrope of stuff where like even when I on my first watch I think I was still kind of thinking about how I felt about it for a while where I think I was maybe kind of tentative about being like yeah yeah whatever just because of like the subject matter I think like everybody I kind of felt very like yeah. cagey about you know whatever and then on the second pass of it it was just the fact that most people are gonna have that initial kind of trepidation toward this I think is really why it's so important that this got made and why it's going to be so special for people to see it because I just feel like a lot of the things that people are pretending like act, like have stakes right now don't actually have any stakes and are kind of dancing around the topics that everyone's very like nervous to even touch and this I feel like really like goes right up to the line and just I, I don't know I I'm very impressed by it and I can't wait for more people to see this I loved it truly and I appreciate you talking with us about it yeah thank you guys so much thank you so much and I yeah I really really appreciate hearing your interpretations of the film and it's just so cool to be yeah to be in conversation with you guys about it and it's clear that I feel like the what you took away um the, like with the the mirror scene kind of is the dis, is the distillation of the film because it is about the the relationship yeah us like i was like basically just that's what the movie is and like you the fact that you guys kind of just like 
we're like that's the magnet it really does i appreciate that a lot and yeah I'm glad and i think anyone who doesn't see like the villainousness <laughs> that, like, comes through with like the petra character and doesn't get like once like the reveals kind of come out that like really make this movie what it is if people can't see that and those are people who were determined to not see it to begin with yeah and I, it's just I'm I'm very excited to see both how people celebrate this and completely misinterpret it. And <laughs> I'm excited for all of it. W- willfully go out of their way to say that it's whatever. Like that's going to be the best part. Inviting yeah. misunderstanding because we're all we all feel so misunderstood. <laughs> exactly. Just, Clearly. Yeah. I felt misunderstood at McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. And now I'm fe- and now I'm feeling very seen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, listen, thank you. Truly. It's been very special to get the ins and outs of this. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't even know how to send you guys off other than it was truly delicious to watch this. And yes, I enjoyed it so much. You both are so incredibly talented. Thank you for letting us view the movie. It was amazing. Yeah, coming from my heart. So, and eventually, all the people who are listening to this are going to be able to watch it, and they'll have this intel yeah, first. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. We're good. <laughs> okay. Mm. Lovely, amazing, iconic. Where the fuck is my garage van? Shit oh, that yeah. I need. <laughs> okay. Rummaging through your laptop, motherfucker. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.